look, I get that we talked about the whole bus challenge and guys not hopping on because, you know, we shouldn't shake our booties. But honestly, I think it's getting a little out of hand when you see guys hopping onto the bus challenge for all the wrong reasons. And I am going to explain in a bit because I am honestly finding this a little bit annoying. Like I can get that challenges aren't restrictive of gender in general and I can get that it's a challenge, you can choose to do it or not to do it, it's entirely free. But I think people need to start putting controls on these things because I get it. The Basset challenge was for ladies to show their booties and the most booty posing nature they probably have, you know, probably show us for once in their lives that, you know, their knees can work and they don't overheat after hopping on it for four seconds. And, you know, it clearly showed that for the gram and for TikTok and, you know, just generally for the Internet, women can do a lot, even more than what they do in the bedroom. And it makes sense. But. My issue is, why the hell is it the guys are hopping on it and choosing to dress well? Like, I can get the Don't Rush challenge made sense for people back then. You know, women were using it as an excuse to dress up. And guys used it as an excuse to dress up. That one I can understand. But you look at the Basse challenge. Shorties are going down to shake it. Guys are going down to show a well-dressed version of themselves trying to look sexy. Like, why? Why? Can't we just make our own challenges men... And, you know, maybe the women can hop on it, you know, call it like the suit up challenge or something. And they can, you know, hop on it and they can also look good in official clothing the same way we look good in official clothing. Like that one can work. But why the hell are guys hopping onto the Basset challenge? Like, I don't even understand why. Because the Basset challenge was to show booty. I'm not looking for a guy to go and show how well dressed they are. Let them go and do it on their own IG posts and TikTok videos. But anyways... Much as I would love to continue ranting about my thoughts and opinions on guys hopping onto the Basse Challenge for all the wrong reasons, we have a podcast to do. And considering that it's the beginning of a new season, we might as well do it in probably the most throwback-ish way possible. So, in typical fashion... Welcome to Break Time on Westside, your number one break time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is not for guys doing the Basse Challenge, whether you're shaking booty, dressing well, or none of that. He is a man whose favorite form of cardio is running his mouth. It is none other than I, your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, the show where we take a deep dive into men and women's issues when it comes to love, sex, and relationships, break them down in the most logical way possible, and then called misogynistic and uninformed. Now, I do want to start by saying welcome to season 6 of Battle of the Sexes. We've been going on for such a long time, over 60 episodes, and this is episode 61. So if you haven't caught up, you know, feel free to, to listen in on all the episodes from episode 1. Uh, Tweet Street comes back on Friday as well, you know, with season 4. And I've genuinely missed doing this. Uh, unfortunately, unlike fan of a fan, I'm not going to be having anyone else. You know, you're just going to be stuck listening to me and my incredible voice. So you can get back to being used to it. So now we do kind of need to move it on. And as usual, before we get to our main topic, that is something that we need to talk about a little bit. So over the past two weeks, while we were away from normal programming, there was about three, four cases of men dying. Now, yes, men will die from time to time, and I'm sure there's a bunch of feminists that are happy about that. But the issue isn't them dying, the issue is how they died. And 
all three or four of these guys, I'm not entirely sure of the number, apparently passed out in the act. Now, normally that's, you know, mainstream media's way of saying that they died while banging. You know, they died when they were receiving conjugal rights. If I can try and make it sound a little bit, you know, censored. And the thing is, it's not like they were banging and then someone pulled out a knife and stabbed them or, you know, they were poisoned or anything. They were doing the do and, you know, their body gave up and, you know, shut down. That's kind of how it is. And this is the first time that I think I am probably going to say this and it is going to mean every single word. But pussy is killing men. And I'm going to repeat that. People are actually going to their graves because of pussy. And yes, I get it. It's not exactly pussy, but it's actually the enhancements, the drug enhancements that a lot of these people will take that will help them perform better because of pussy. So pussy is involved one way or another. So in simple English, people are dying because they're chewing on blue pills so that they can, you know, get better performance in the bedroom and then, you know, they end up failing. And the truth of the matter is, people have been using Viagra, people have been using Cialis and all other quote-unquote blue pills to enhance their ability to perform during the bedroom. But I think people need to start becoming a little bit more conservative. Obviously, people will pop pills all the live long day, but I think we need to start pulling it back. Like, there's more natural ways of doing it. You know, there's better ways of, of enhancing your testosterone. And not unless if you're actually required to use it in a medical sense, like say, you know, you have erectile dysfunction and so on, of which it's not even guaranteed there, then, you know, you can probably use it. But this whole thing of people going to take Viagra because it's a drug and they want to see the effects, like just take it from some of these guys. And yes, I get it. Some of them are, you know, really, really old. Because like one of them was like in the 80s, another one was in the like 50s, 60s, 70s there. So you can say that, yes, because they didn't have, you know, the strongest body, they were taken down by it. But there's people who are really young that are passing away from such things. And it's not like it'll be published online or spoken about in the media. So even though you want to take drugs, which I know a lot of you all want to, and I'm neither going to allow it or tell you not to take it. It's entirely up to you. I think you need to start being a little bit more conservative with your body because in as much as there's nothing wrong with using such a thing, you have to look at the effects that can come with it. Because if you try using a drug like that, you might end up having the feeling that you will not be able to perform unless you use drugs like that. It's kind of the same way steroids work. You know, you go, you take it, you get all big, you know, you have the kind of body that you want if you're into that kind of thing. And then for you to maintain that body, you need to continue using it. So that being said, Please, just be conservative with it. Like, we don't want to hear more people dying because of pussy. Because at that point, these babes are going to continue saying that they have killer pussy. And sometimes it's going to be true. And we do not want to be told that we cannot handle it. And these niggas start saying in your funerals during the eulogy section, they're busy standing there and they're like, you know what? He loved the sex, but he clearly couldn't handle it from this one babe. Like, we do not want to hear that at your funerals. Plus, you know, the shame that comes with telling your siblings and or, you know, offspring and other people how it is that a relative of yours died because of sex. Like, that's like that's not even supposed to happen. Let it come from things like other situations. But don't don't die from sex. Like, don't put your 
your offspring like don't put the people around you in the position to start explaining to other people that you know their sibling their child their father their uncle passed on simply because of having sex no we are not giving them that at least let yourself have a better name after you've lived so that at least when your kids or or whoever it is that is named after you hears about your name they're gonna feel proud they're not gonna feel like you know they're gonna get killed by pussy or they have to redeem themselves because you ended up dying because of the pussy like please stop it but anyways we should move it on to our main topic of today but before we do that I know you're dying to continue the podcast you're currently listening to, but we have to interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you Sound Nation. Delve into music ranging from hip-hop to rumba, rock to bongo, and much, much more. We shall review new albums as well as fresh singles whilst paying homage to the sounds of the past. Find our episodes on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast streaming platforms. Alright, so moving it on. Now... While I was on IG a couple of weeks ago, I stumbled upon a video from a presenter slash influencer known as King Kalala. She's a babe who happens to talk about guy stuff from time to time and she had something very interesting to say. So I managed to capture bits of the audio and kind of piece them up to bring them here, mainly because it's it's two minutes worth of her talking and I don't think we need all two minutes plus not everyone can understand the Swahili. You know, I have to take account of the people that live in other parts of the world that don't understand it. So let me just play it for you guys and then we can discuss it. So the other day I had a conversation and this actually came from a chick. Now them, what's your idea of a real woman, uh, a woman. And this girl's like, I want a woman, you know, taking care of the house, taking care of the kids, which is cool. Now, what pissed me off is like this chick, Alisa uh, Majati, that's slavery. Because number one, let me ask, if you're a maid, does it make you less of a woman? No, it doesn't. But I want women to understand this. And this is the reason why everybody's somebody's girlfriend and somebody's side chick and somebody's FWB, but nobody's wife. A man is looking for that cleaning woman. When it's at night, when I'm be a baby, did you eat? You find him something to eat. At the end of the day, when it's men, this thing is constant. Every guy wants a woman where you are my woman. You do the things when men are children. All I'm just saying is that as a woman, a man needs you to do those. You're supposed to take in after their wife. When I get after their mom, I'm sorry. But do understand, yeah, I know we are working and everything. But a man just needs a woman to cook, a woman to clean. Because if you don't, I feel like we as African women need to understand that our role as women in our society, see slavery, Alright, so that is a compilation of all the important bits that I could manage to piece together so that you guys can actually kind of get the entire context of what it is that she's saying. And normally after I've put up a recording like this or, you know, I'll say that, you know, such and such has been played and, you know, this is what someone said. Usually I come out to say that I have some issues with it and I disagree with it. But this is one of those times when I will stand up and say I agree with everything that she says. Not, you know, 100%. Obviously, there's like a 1% over there that I'd say isn't entirely accurate for everyone. But I pretty much agree with everything that she said. And the thing is, I think a lot of people have taken the idea of being the independent woman, of being the woke woman, of, you know, a world where equality is a thing. And they've taken that as a way to kind of abscond, if I can call it that, from the quote-unquote 
societal and cultural duties that women usually have now i'm not putting women in a situation where it's like you people just deserve to be in the kitchen and in the house cleaning and cooking no i'm not saying that all i'm saying is keeping a man nowadays you know getting a man getting hitched actually and becoming quote-unquote wife material is actually heavily based on how well you can serve in the manner that she was talking about you know the whole thing about keeping a man through service is actually true because no matter how fine a babe is no matter how good looking no matter how well she rides if she is not caring and supportive and if she is not a good homemaker she can't really move towards the level of being considered wife material because ideally that's part of you know the main things that we want as men and if you've been listening to this podcast especially last season then you remember episode 57 battle of the sexes of complicated women and simple problems i think that's what it's called i went into what it is that guys want from a woman that they'd want to marry and it's pretty simple it chalks down to about four or five main things one is looks two is you know care and support three is someone that appreciates them you know makes them feel like a king four is a babe who really knows how to ride and you know that one was optional and the fifth one which was more like a bonus but was also optional was financial independence and i made sure to actually state that the care and support and the appreciation bits are actually very important so if you can't be caring enough that you know the little things about him you know you know how to treat him when he comes back home from work and you know you know how to appreciate the fact that he's gone out and he's put in a lot of work during the day then how is it that you expect to keep him like it's part of the reason why you'll find a lot of side checks going to steal this guy and actually get them because they are willing to do the little things that you aren't and back to the whole story the whole idea of keeping a man through service you know the cleaning the cooking that's very essential it's part of what will make wife material through and through it's one of the most essential things that will make up wife material because if you leave it all to the maid the minute the maid chooses to make a move on your mans there's a pretty good chance that your mans might end up falling for this maid like just saying they don't have to look the best ideally sometimes they just have to have a good body and boom they've they've already gotten your man and to kind of just elaborate on this let me give you guys a quick story that i got from a lecturer a couple of years back when i was in campus so she was telling us about her campus days and how she used to you know chase this one guy around and she really wanted to be with him and you know this was back in like the 70s the 80s there so it was this one guy that she really really wanted and funny enough there was also another babe that she knew that wanted the same guy and both of them were kind of you know trying their way to get into this guy's heart and what this other babe used to do is she used to make sure she looked good she had the makeup on you know she dressed well she had you know nice fancy clothing you know the type that can make all the right parts you know just shoot out and 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 get accentuated if i can say it that way and she used to look good and you know she had a nice body pretty face and she'd always go and like chill with this guy and you know just make him feel sweet and all and what she used to do because she didn't have a lot of money back in the day you know she used to dress simple she didn't have any fancy clothing she couldn't you know always look 
the absolute best every single time but what she did is every single time she'd go to this guy's place she'd make sure that the place is like spotlessly clean she'd clean up after him you know go you know wash a bunch of things here and there because you know she'd chill for a bit of a while you know clean the dishes make sure everything looks nice and well organized and she'd chill with him and they'd spend time together then she'd go she'd make some really good food and by the time she's leaving she'd leave a clean house with well-made food and they did this for a bit of a while and at the end of it this guy chose to start dating uh now my lecturer and as of now they are married and they have their kids and everything so you know as far as that goes happily ever after is in order so that being said it does kind of come back to the whole idea of being attractive not by how you look but by what it is that you do and i think that's a very very important thing it's one of the most important things for us guys because it's it's the substance that goes beyond the surface that is your beauty because if you can back up that beauty with some really really good acts of service not necessarily that acts of service work for everyone but if you back up your beauty with your ability to be a good homemaker then it automatically shoots you up the chart and makes you look even hotter to us guys okay not necessarily hotter but we will be drawn to you a hell of a lot more and it's it's one of the ways that i will say will boost you from being a girlfriend a friend with benefits or just a babe that he's hitting or a babe that he knows into a wife or at least a potential wife it makes it such that you get to a point where now this guy will actually think of spending the rest of his life with you and yes it is true due to the oedipus complex whenever we're looking for a babe that we want to spend our lives with we're probably looking for something that's equivalent of our mother just the same way your ladies will look for the equivalent of your father so it is what it is it is what it is although i do need to add that even though i have mentioned that story i can say that because this was in the 70s and the 80s maybe you could say that but as of right now we have a very different metric of like measuring what wife material looks like because in as much as people are going to continue saying for i don't know how many years oh you know don't look at the looks make sure she's a good person value the character looks are important like let's not play ourselves looks are actually important so don't don't skimp on them don't skimp on them ladies like i'm just giving you a quick cheat code here don't skimp on your looks you might be good in terms of your service you might be good in terms of you know working to to make sure you're a good homemaker but don't skimp on the looks social media and standards and trying to make other people happy has kind of made it such that that's actually a very important thing so don't forget that your looks are also as important and so is your ability to ride just like i said before and you know your ability to be caring and supportive so all of that being said I think I've given your ladies the best cheat code for how to be wife material for just about every single millennial right now. So as far as being marriage material 101 goes, you're welcome. So, you know, I've I've at least helped you there. And to kind of just conclude it, I will try and describe what the perfect or the ideal wife is uh at least by the millennial man's mind. So, you know, just listen and take notes. One amazing looking don't depending on what amazing looking is to you two is caring and supportive supports our goals supports us as as you know as workers and people that are trying to bring the bread back home so you know less noise three recognizes and respects us as the leader of the home and as you know the king in their life in one way or another 
and gives us the respect and you know treats us special like that and four rides us so well that she drives us crazy bonus point on being financially independent of course you know because some people love that you know people like me and you know she's ready to take care of her own bills and doesn't say your money is ours my money is mine just say and in a simpler way to use you know the same female descriptions that my lecturer used we don't just want a babe that's caring and supportive and you know keeps the house clean and is a good homemaker we also want them to be beautiful and good looking as well as the other babe was ideally we want a combination of those two women that i was talking about just to kind of keep it simple so a balance of beauty brains and being a good homemaker is kind of where it's at for us but anyways i want to know what your idea of the ideal or the perfect wife is if you're a guy and for the ladies do you think you take all of these boxes or are there a couple of boxes that you don't tick and you're okay with it or do you just say fuck man i'm gonna go ahead and just live on my own the dms are open on instagram it is at break time on west side on facebook it is also at break time on west side and on twitter if you want to slide into my personal dms it is at bagaka the d the b and the dr capital thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening through Castbox, be sure to leave your comments thoughts and feedback there and i will attend to them accordingly and i will catch you guys on the next break take care <laughs>